Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village, staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart. And... Hello, Bart. How's it going, Reed? You are right up against it, so to speak. And what I mean by that is we are about to enter that dead period, are we not, for high school athletics? We are. It's a two-week dead period and probably one that's well-deserved for the players. Certainly, this is uh, essentially, Randy, if you look at it, you're at the end of this month, so the 27th all the way through the – July and probably a much needed break for the players and probably a really needed break for the coaches too. So what's happening right now is the month of June belongs to the high school coaches. So all the players are doing individual camps, team camps, and they will be dismissed. And then we head into July, which is pretty much on the boys' side, Randy, it stays almost an evaluation period during almost the whole month of July now. So, Bart, something we wanted to do, you and I talked about, and that is – we did it during the season, but we've gotten into different areas now since school has been out. Uh, but this is kind of like a spotlight. We want to look at, at maybe the top ten boys and girls, uh, what's going on with those particular players. So I kind of caught you off guard on that today in talking about it. But uh, have yep. you been able to focus maybe on a, on a young man and a young lady who we can put yeah. the spotlight on? Yes, and Randy, so listen, this is going to be – so we're going through the top ten. We're let all the viewers know. So this is not in any particular order, although the first person that we have to talk about is the top boy in the state and one of the top players in the country, and that is Honor Botan. So, Randy, finishing up the year, this is the Gatorade Player of the Year last year as a member of Little Rock Central. Honor has always had – just explosive numbers in the summer. And so sometimes the school situation doesn't exactly tell all the stuff, even though he racks up a ton of numbers there. But he plays for the Arkansas Hawks on the Adidas 3 SSB circuit. So, Randy, you ready for this? Bill Ingram says he's averaging 20 points, six rebounds, four assists, and two steals a game. Woo. It's a stat stuffer. So, Randy, in the composite, he's a four-star, but on according to on three, he's a five-star. He's ranked number nine overall. ESPN has him at 31. Rivals has him at number 21 overall in the country. So, either way you look at it, this young man is playing the rest of his summer and certainly into the school year for a chance to be a McDonald's All-American. He is that close, and he has made the most out of his life period. So, his offers currently stand Arkansas, Auburn, Missouri, Oklahoma State, Texas A&M, Nevada, Virginia Tech, Memphis, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and I probably missed a couple, but I think UCLA is now coming in there as well. So basically anybody and everybody in the country is wanting this young man. He is number one overall player in 2024, 
and he will be heading to South Carolina coming up in July as Adidas has their third session ready, which will be an evaluation period, and probably every coach in the country will be watching a lot of Honor Boateng. Is he easily Bart? Is that Arkansas's number one target for what would that be, the class of 2024? Yes, I think so. Even though, Randy, when you when you say that, they have Trey Johnson, who's the number one player in overall 2024. He's in Texas, plays for Team Durant on the EYBL. So he's the number one overall player. Him and Honor actually played together in a tournament this summer. But I think it is Arkansas. It's certainly not their top, one of their top targets. And the reason is this. He's the best two-way player in that class. He is an elite-level defender, active hand, so strong finishing. He has put so much time in his jump shot. In the last sessions, I watched him hit 10 to 15 threes in a matter of three to four games, and that used to be an area of weakness for him that he's really turned into a strength. So I do. I think it's one of Arkansas's top priorities. In spite of being positionless basketball, is honor is he more of a true two than anything? Yes, he is a true two. He's a true two, Randy. It's a great insight, and he can guard. And I really believe that at the SEC level, I think he can move up and guard or move up and guard a three, guard a slightly bigger three, and I think he can slide down and guard a one. So I think that's what makes him so dangerous is he can guard one, two, and three, in my opinion, on the next level. But are we? Uh... Would be fair to say this could possibly be a one-and-done? He's got that type of talent. And I think one thing about Honor is his physical durability. I don't ever remember Honor being hurt. So, you know, the second-best player arguably in that class is Dallas Thomas, who's an excellent player, who we'll talk about a little bit later. But certainly Dallas has had his fair share of injuries. And as we head into the NBA draft, I think a potential knee question is going to cost Nick Smith maybe a little bit to slide outside the lottery. Honor Boateng, knuckle has always been healthy, and it goes back to, I think, just overall durability. So he certainly has it to go one and done. Is basketball his only sport? Yes. Okay. All right. All right, we've got a question for you from JoJo. JoJo, good afternoon. you got a question or comment for Bart. Yes, I got a couple of them. Uh, first of all, uh, how interested is Honor Boateng in Arkansas? Because I've, I've kind of seen some stuff, and it's kind of like he's, they're not his number one priority. Well, Jojo, I, I wouldn't believe all that you read. I think Honor's pretty much really undecided right now on what college he's attending. And but I can certainly tell you, Arkansas and Coach Musselman are at the top of the list. So if you were to narrow it down to five right now, Arkansas is certainly in that five. I think even in the if you narrowed it down to three. But uh, I talk to Honor all the time, and he certainly is high on Arkansas, and he's high on Coach Muss. And it's certainly, certainly, anytime you're in somebody's backyard, you're going to like what they have to say, especially when Coach Muss can talk to the NBA, talk to him. All right. One other question. Um, well, the way things have shaken out uh, with Arkansas missing out on Ron Holland and missing out on Grant Nelson, how hard did, did Arkansas recruit Khalil Ware? Or was there any interest in him? And if so, how do they feel now that if they did recruit him, he, he got away and now we left looking for a big man? 
Yeah. Well, Jojo, listen, that's a great question, buddy. So they did recruit Khalil Ware extremely hard. Here's what happened. So I had the pleasure of being at North Little Rock during that year, during uh, Khalil's junior year when he really kind of blew up. That's when he when he got big. Uh, When coaching staff turns over, Khalil Ware is a kind of a throwback guy. He likes to build relationships. He keeps a pretty tight circle. So when we had a couple of assistant coaches turn over and leave, that relationship with Arkansas went with those coaches. So it wasn't that they weren't recruiting hard, but at the end, Arkansas was not in the picture because of the turnover related to the assistant coaches. And as, as you well know, Musselman comes and closes the deal, but the assistant coaches really cultivate and fill the pipeline on the original side. And so we lost some coaches, and Khalil Ware walked out of the state. He very well could be the most talented big man to ever come out of this state. And he needs to improve some things on his motor, but may, rest assured, he's a top-10 NBA draft pick if his motor picks up because he's got that type of talent. All right, appreciate you, Bart. Yes, sir. Thank you, JoJo. Hey, Randy, let me yes, say sir. something else. Grant Nelson, the Grant Nelson saga is still up in the air because of academic eligibility. So he uh, he has not made his formal announcement yet. I think he's leaning Alabama, but until it comes out of his mouth, and I know Coach Musselman and them are moving on, until that comes out of his mouth, that's not a done deal. And But, but I don't think he's really going to announce anywhere until he gets – finishes up that requirement for him to transfer academically. But you do think he'll still transfer somewhere and not go to the G League then? Yes. Yes, he's I, he's, he's going to go somewhere in college. I, I, I don't think okay. he's kind of missed his window to, to do a lot of that stuff. Not really missed it, but listen, if he was going to do that, he wouldn't be, I don't think, in the academic setting right now trying to grind out to get that degree. He could go get that online or do whatever, but he'd be training to go to the NBA, either G League or the draft. So I think he's going to college. Okay. All right, Bart, when we come back, let's spotlight our lady. Yes, sir. In our next segment with Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Thanks to Martin Orthopedics. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater, Drive Time Sports. We'll continue in just one moment. It's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's Pure Sweats, Skills, and Trainings, Bart Reed. Made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village. Staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now... Here's Bart. All right, Bart, right before the break, we talked about Honor Botang as one of the top ten prospects in the state. Let's start now with the ladies, one of the top ten prospects in the state. Absolutely. And I'm going with, I think, Randy, the most underrated prospect in the state. And this is what I'll call a little bit of a hangover class, much like the 22 boys. The 23 was a little bit of a drop-off. The 23 girls with Chloe Clardy at Stanford and Jenna Lawrence at Arkansas, you get this little bit of drop-off where there's not a ton of national players, but a ton of, I think, Division One talent. 
So we go to Bryant, Arkansas, point guard, 2024-5-7, Brylin Finley. She plays for the Arkansas Mavericks on the Under Armour circuit, and she has done extremely well. She has played up a year, according to her grade. So she has traditionally played up a year. She's averaging right at 10 points, five assists, and two steals. So, Randy, this young lady has a UCA offer, a ULM offer, and a heavy interest from Coach Foley at uh, UALR. And then this summer, she has racked up almost every Division II school in the state, SAU, UAM, uh, Henderson, OBU. So she has racked up a ton of Division II offers this summer. And I anticipate if we kind of head into a live period for the ladies as well, that she's going to rack up a ton, a ton of offers. This is a two-sport athlete, Randy. She's one of the best track runners in the state, so she's extremely athletic. And, of course, you know, the 6A on the girls' side is just murder's row. It's so tough, night in and night out. She was bumped up as a freshman. Randy, it was all-conference as a freshman. So this is a young lady heading into her senior season that has already played three years of high-level, high-level basketball in the state of Arkansas. I think she's number one per position, number one point guard in the state of Arkansas, and I think she made the case that she's certainly one of the top, if not the top, 2024 in the state overall. All right, Bart, I've got some questions for you by way of our, uh, this is our buzz text line. I asked Rick earlier about who pays for the trips uh, that these young men, Nick Smith Jr., Anthony Black, are going to take to the NBA draft for tomorrow night. And uh, we had a caller, I believe it was Doug. No, it may not have been Doug. Anyway, uh, saying that uh, he thought it was ultimately ESPN uh, because they want to wine and dine these guys, get to know them, and uh, get them around sponsors and this, that, and the other. So who does actually play, pay for Nick Smith, Jr., Anthony Black, probably their families, and then you've got lodging, you got meals. We did kind of yep. conclude that the uh, uh, suits that they'll wear tomorrow night, the players will be responsible for that, but I'm sure <laughs> they've got some kind of contract for that as well. But yep. anyway, yep. who bears the tab? The agent, the agent picks up a lot of the tab. So, Rich Paul is LeBron, uh, as, as LeBron calls him, one of the four horsemen. So, Rich Paul is Nick Smith's agent. That's basically LeBron's best friend. So, the agency will cover a lot of the cost on the front end. ESPN does a great job of getting these people to events, and, and certainly, there's, but, but you have to understand, Randy, that's a fraction of the cost because. Nick Smith's having an event tonight almost like a welcoming where, you know, at a, at a four- or five-star restaurant. And, you know, it's a little bit of a celebration as well for anyone that's going to be picked. It doesn't matter what the level. It's a big deal and a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So there'll be an event tonight probably cost ten dollars to $15,000 just in dinner of having people there that are making the trip. So the actual just getting to the draft is probably a fraction of the cost. And agents will also front the money for the training that they have to have on the front end uh, to get them ready for the draft. So they know it's coming back to them. There's no doubt about it. These these young men are locked for a certain pick, and the salary scale is pretty transparent. So 
the agents will pick up a lot of it, and the families will pick up some too, certainly for their own costs. But a lot of things are taken care of on kind of like a future advance, let's say. Well, that's that's surprising to me because it, if the NBA draft wants you, to, here's the way that works though. If if ESPN's not paying for it, ESPN pays the NBA for the rights, and out of that money, the NBA is a very profitable organization. They can take some yeah. of that money and fly them in. But I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah, I get it on a meal if they want to invite 20 of their family members. I get that, but. How can the NBA invite Nick Smith or Anthony Black or anybody else to come to the draft and say you're responsible for getting here? That, you know, well, why would, I, why would I anybody think that go? They cover the cost. No, so Rick, you're right. So let's say this: so the hotel for the draft and then the flight out. That's the NBA would cover that. But I'm saying if they go out there, because they've probably oh, been sure. out there for a week, oh, so okay. there's just a, a lot of costs that come in. It come into play outside, I think, the traditional what ESPN would pay for them and all that stuff to come in the day before the draft or whatever. Most of these guys are taking in the experience. But the NBA certainly does defray some of those calls, certainly. Well, speaking of that, and we certainly can elaborate tomorrow, but I'll go ahead and ask this on behalf of Racerback Jim from our Asher Record Service Company, Live fan feedback, where does Bart think Anthony Black and Nick Smith Jr. will go? I see Nick is dropping. So Nick is dropping. So let's let's touch on Anthony Black because he will obviously be taken first. So you know, we kind of said Washington originally, so at eight. Now what Washington has done is firm up that they're going to take a guard because they, trade, they traded Bradley Beal, who was the franchise. Mm-hmm. Into Detroit, so that certainly says, "Hey, we're drafting a guard." I don't think Anthony Black makes it that far. I think he's taking it six uh, at Orlando. I think they they like him, they love him, they need a guard. Orlando has several picks in the first round, so I think Anthony Black is at six. Um, and listen, he can sneak up to five, but I think he's six. I think Washington would be the last. I think that was kind of where we thought he would go originally, and then might drop. I think. Washington is the floor, Randy Rick. He's he's not going to go any lower than that, or wow. any higher than that. Wow. Yeah. Now Nick so, Smith, on the other hand. Yep. So Randy, this is unique because his pro day was really good, and his workouts have been really good. So I let's go back to there are two issues that are weighing Nick Smith down. One is his summer production or his school production, which. I don't think in and itself would be such a big deal, but because it's tied to a knee injury, I think all of a sudden now this gets to be question marks because, and Brandy, me and you talked about this. At some point in time, you have to look and say, all right, he's this pick, but listen, is he better than Keontae George, Grady Dick, and all those other guys that are going predicted? Absolutely. Those guys couldn't carry Nick Smith's bag in the gym. So I think it's crazy considering he had a pretty good summer working out. So I think you might see him. I still think Toronto was in the 14. He could go to 20, 21. Well, we'll talk about this more tomorrow on the eve of the NBA draft. All right, Bart. Thank you, Bart Reed. Pure sweat. Basketball skills. Thomas Blackman of Blackman Auctions. When you call Blackman Auctions to sell your assets, you begin a multi-point plan to get the highest value possible. Each auction takes 30 to 45 days of 